Rabbi Goldwasser is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Goldwasser, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. It is good to be together at a time of great challenge for all of Klal Yisrael. It's a, I think that was summed up in th- three words, Ace Soroliakov. It's a great time of travel for B'nai Yisrael. It, it, it's an interesting point that we always turn to face east when we daven. Every shul, usually the Aaron, is in the eastern side, on the eastern wall. So we pray there because we know that our prayers go there. But what we sometimes lose sight of is that is the central focus of our lives. Not only when we got to pray three times a day, I have to take out my phone and see the compass, where is it at? It means that that is the focus. That's what I'm geared in on. Lakute Maran says that Israel is the heart of the world. Our heart is Israel. According to the way that Israel runs is according to the way that the Jewish people around the world are running. Yeah. I, I couldn't help it over here when you talked about Elder Shul's. Uh, I, I couldn't be with you more every single person had to realize the urgency. We had a shliach that came, and uh, the night of Simchas Torah, he told us a little bit what was unfolding. He said at that minute, at that time, there were 50 hostages that were taken. So I said, okay, no hakopets. First of all, let's let's have a seder, and let's daven, and let's everybody learn. I'll give a share, and anybody that wants to learn or give a share, please. And we did it. And uh, I think we did Takafas too afterwards, but right. uh, I think that's the it, it's the call of urgency that everybody has to take to heart. And what you always bring everybody together on is it's not the Jews in Israel, it's not the Chayalim on the front lines, it's not all the Sadiqim that are fighting inside the base matters and on the front lines. It's us. It is an attack on us. And we have to take it as though we would be right there in Israel. Yeah, it's fact. It's interesting you say it that way. Rabbi Goldwasser is with us. It's interesting you say it that way. Ideally, what should we be doing, everybody, ideally? Ideally, we should be dropping everything and going to Israel. We should be with our brothers and sisters. And uh, as Yossi Baumel described, there are communities now without any men in them. We should be out, out there helping out. And that would, that would be obviously the ideal, but that's not realistic, which is not a criticism. It's not realistic. But we have an obligation to keep our brothers and sisters at the forefront of our minds. And one of the ways of doing that is to have emergency Tehillim and Tefillah gatherings. Now, Rabbi Goldwasser, I am somewhat warmed by the fact that we just got two reports. One, that cars are going around Geula and Meyasharim for Tehillim gatherings in Zichron Moshe. And the reason that's significant, frankly, is because you know that, that every single 
every single facet faction part of the community needs to be united and it's as i said it's amazing to see the torah giants who insisted on opening the yeshivas today and not waiting a week during ben Azmanim. it's a shame that it takes something like this to bring everyone together for tehillim and tefillah but at least people are reckon in every type of jewish neighborhood are recognizing the importance of it and then our good friend Ralph tells me that tonight in East Brunswick, all the shuls together are having a Tehillim gathering. And that's what we need. We need all of the uh, communities around the world to get together and display the achdus that is now going on in Israel. We need to feel the same achdus. We need to display the same achdus, the same unity. And, of course, the best way to be unified is to gather together and daven together and say Tehillim together. So I'm, I'm asking everybody, I'm asking everybody, yes, I will continue to encourage people to contact public officials and to express outrage about certain rallies that are going on in this area. And I will certainly encourage people to continue to bring all this news to our children and grandchildren and concentrate in school and yeshiva, concentrate at least part of the day on what's going on in Israel. But I am begging every single community out there, every community in the diaspora, get together, get together in Davin, get together in Seytillim. Don't postpone it till later in the week. Get together now, today. Get together when you're at Mincha today. Just ask everyone to stay for 10 extra minutes. Let us continue to harbor a feeling of unity that is unmatched by any other people in the world. Let us make sure no matter where we are on this globe, we are focused on our brothers and sisters in Israel. And if we're really going to feel this pain, this collective pain that our collective heart is going through as a worldwide Jewish community, then let's do something about it. Let's do something about it. And let's keep our brothers and sisters in mind. Let's think about the soldiers that have already been lost. And Yassi Balmel described that to us. And as I said, the world is much smaller now. We're going to be hearing about people that we know of and people who are sons of, of friends and of relatives. And, and, and we know this one. I mean, last night a woman called me and said, I know two people who are kidnapped. One, one is, the, one is um, a sister of a friend of mine. And the other one is somebody, a relative of somebody that I happen to know, not a friend, but somebody I happen to know. I imagine someone sitting here in Manhattan and they could tell us that, the, because that's how, how small this world is now, this bridge between Israel and the diaspora. Rabbi Goldwasser, one more time, please join me in encouraging all community leaders, all rabbis, all shul presidents, just like we did in the Yom Kippur War. You remember this as I do. During the Yom Kippur War, for a period of weeks, there was a set time in synagogues around this country. It could have been a few minutes after Mincha. It could have been 15 minutes before Mincha. It could have been in a very convenient time for those who didn't want to you know, leave special from their home to, to, to go to shul late at night. But you remember 50 years ago what was going on in this country. It was emergency fund campaigns, and it was emergency Tehillim that went on. I remember it going on for weeks. Please help me encourage people that we can make an incredible impression on our children and grandchildren and our communities if we display Jewish unity through the power of Tehillim, the power of Torah, and the power of Tefillah. Rabbi Goldwasser. I could not encourage everyone 
throughout the world enough, strong enough, or emphasize the fact that we all have to get out, pray, to daven together, to unify together. The Talmud and Tainus says when there was an ace sorrow, when there was a time. All right, we um, we had uh, we had lost we had lost uh, our signal for a moment, and I apologize. We're in the middle of a conversation with Rabbi Goldwasser. We are trying. We are trying to encourage people, especially those who lead synagogues and groups around the world, to um, schedule tefillah sessions, sessions of Tehillim, and special gatherings of tefillah. And Rabbi Goldwasser, I just mentioned how important this is, and I just wanted to add the following. There are many synagogues that have uh, established a custom of handing out portions of Tehillim in, in small sfarim, in small books, and everyone completes together in the period of, I don't know, five, ten minutes, completes the entire Sefer Tehillim. That is a practice that is well worth implementing at this time. That is a practice that is well worth implementing, especially in this era where people feel that they don't have the time, the patience, whatever it might be. That is a very effective method of people gathering together, 10, 20 people, everyone taking a section of Tehillim, saying it at the same time, and it gets completed. It gets completed together. It gives, it gives a lot of people a sense of purpose, gives a lot of people a sense of accomplishment when it comes to praying together to the one above. The other thing I wanted to mention was on our app, the same app that just informed me that we were off the air for a couple of minutes, on our app, there is um, there is an indication that at 9 o'clock this morning, uh, Eastern Time, there's going to be a, uh, a special request for Tehillim to be said. And there's a list of the chapters. There's a list of five chapters that's being requested that everyone say at 9 o'clock this morning. If you want to utilize that, call a vote. If you want to utilize that list, call a vote. But Rabbi Goldwasser, and you're still there with us, right? Sure. I wanted to say one other thing. We we are focused this morning. It's the first time we're able to gather. Yontif ended for us last night, so it's the first time we're able to gather on the air together and to express all of this. And I started the show by saying utmost and foremost, we are focused on the fact that we've lost whatever the exact number is, but hundreds, 700, hundreds of our brethren, our brothers and sisters, massacred in the way they were, tortured in the way they were. And, of course, that's got to be one of our primary um, objectives is to not lose focus on the enormity of this terrible tragedy. But there's a second component here, and that is the estimated, nobody knows an exact number, but this is the report we most recently heard, estimated 150 of our brothers, sisters, children that are being abducted and being held hostage by the enemy. And I don't know, as much as I'm unfamiliar with conventional warfare methods, I don't know how a government official or a leader of a great defense force is going to figure out how to bring those people home safely. 
knowing how they're being held, where they're being held. God knows with whatever intention the enemy has in terms of utilizing them to their advantage, I don't know how it's possible for someone to come up with a strategy to safely bring them home. But we do know of one who could provide a strategy to bring them safely home. And that is the one above. And if you want to pray for nothing else during this entire episode, if it's hard for you to focus on something that will spiritually enhance your prayer experience at this time, think of that. Just pray to the one above that he is able to give to those who are making decisions on behalf of the state of Israel and the army of the state of Israel. Just pray that he is able to give them the wherewithal, the knowledge, the, the strategy to be able to save our brothers and sisters. Because I don't know of anybody else that can come up with a, with a plan or a scheme at the moment to be able to safely get them home. But Rabbi Goldwasser, you know that it is in his power to decide the fate of those brothers and sisters that are being held. And we can influence the way he deals with this situation if we take our prayer and our saying of Tehillim very seriously. Definitely, definitely, there is nothing that's impossible. We have the power to influence the heavenly spheres. Hashem waits on it. Hashem waits to see what our response is. And there isn't a question that every single hostage be brought back safely. We daven for each and every one of them. I have full emunan bitachon that, as you say, that Hashem, the chonein Adam das, will give the knowledge and understanding and the wisdom for the great leaders and the military people to be able to figure out how to bring them home and bring them home quick. It's uh, the world. It's a pella that the world has not shouted out oh. everybody together oh. on this alone. War crimes. You don't have to spend a lot of time and hire a professor to find out if it's a war crime or not. It's, uh, it is the worst. It's egregious. It's, it's heinous. It's, it's sickening to take people and tear mothers away from their children. <laughs> Sick, sick minds and Boreolam, and no question about it, Boreolam, it will bring each and every one of those hostages back, Bikarov. Oh. Especially that the enemy started out on the day of Hashem Simcha. It was Hashem's Chasana. I don't think that Hashem takes kindly to someone that ruins his own wedding. And that's what Simcha's story is. The hand should come down from Shemayim immediately and return. Should make a big suda for all the hostages that come back quickly. And it's in our power to affect that, everybody. The one above wants to see how we're going to react. Every corner of the world every synagogue, every school, 
take a few minutes. I'm not talking about hours. Take a few minutes. Every yeshiva, take a few minutes. Make it a few minutes before davening. Make it a few minutes after davening. Make it the entire Sefer Tehillim in just a few minutes. Um, say the specific Tehillim that's being recommended that you're going to see from different Jewish organizations, and including the uh, mention on our app that I just alluded to earlier. Let's uh, step up the um, connection between us and our brothers and sisters in Israel. It's the least we could do, and many would say there's really nothing else to do right now from so many thousands of miles away. All right, Goldwasser, I thank you, and um, the um, the hundreds of neshamas, the hundreds of our brothers and sisters who were lost, God should avenge their murder, and uh, and the Jewish people should uh, should bounce back from all of this in uh, in great joy and simcha eventually. These are some very very difficult days, but uh, we know because we are. We are believers in Netzach Israel. We are believers in Am Yisrael Chai. We know that uh, that we will bounce back, and the Jewish people and the people of Israel will bounce back from all this. Thank you, Nachum. Thank you for being mechazek, all of us, all the Jews in the entire world, and others as well. Neshekach, Rabbi David Goldwasser, of course. I thank him. More coming up. 